VIP listeners, you are now on the mark, and we got a good one today. We got stand-up comedian Jimmy Lee's coming on the show. This guy's got a huge YouTube following. He's got a multi-million dollar dental practice. He knows how to balance his time. He is a uh, lightning rod, polarizing kind of comedian in many ways, because in this day and age, gang, it's very politically correct. And Jimmy Lee's, he is not politically correct. Uh, he doesn't try to be. He doesn't try to toe the line. He'll come at you. He'll get uh, all different types of stuff involved. Race, sex, uh, wild shit. Wild, wild shit, man. Jimmy is a good person, though. And you're going to find out a whole lot more about his life, his background, his taste in comedy. You're really going to enjoy this conversation. Now, with that being said, a little switch up in studio today. We got Benny Spielberg, my co-host, my producer. He's stranded out in Boone, New Jersey. I think from what I know, that's getting towards the shore. He's stranded out there. We, uh, he's going to make it out. We're going to get him back soon. But we have full-time on-the-mark editor Joe Stacco filling in here. He is uh, gaining some momentum for uh, his cologne reviews. He is remembered for his outrageousness at the Tilted Kilt. Joey, welcome to the show. How's it feel to be co-hosting, man? What's going on, gang? Here we are. Talk to me, Joe. The VIP listeners don't want to hear you. You talk to me, I talk to them. I relay the message. Don't imitate me. Don't make an ass out of me on my uh, program. Yeah, man. feels great to be here again, Marky. Perfect. Perfect. I... Uh, you're a little more sober this time, but that's okay. Sober Joe is a good Joe. Yeah, it's a weird feeling. I'm not used to, uh, you know, talking into the mic without a, some some types of substance in me. Sure, but how many times have I told you over the years? Sober Joe is a successful Joe. Sober Joe is good Joe. Yes. All right. A loving, caring, likable, caring, <laughs> thoughtful, bright guy. A little sharper, I would say. Yeah, sharper. Makes Absolutely. Sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. So we're thrilled to have you, man. It's going to be a good one. You know Jimmy Lee. You have hung out with him at Aldo Lamberti's. Oh, yeah. Jimmy's uh Jimmy's And you've seen him in action. What's your immediate thoughts on the guy? What do our VIP listeners need to expect? Oh, man. Well, he's uh, he's outrageous, man. He, uh, he, will, uh, he will certainly mix it up a bit, you know, draw some crazy reactions. Uh, a hell of a guy, man. He's he's. He, I love his stand up. He's uh, he'll he'll crack you up. Your mind's gonna be spinning a thousand miles per hour when he goes to town on these people. And Joey, when you brokered this deal, because I'm not gonna you know uh, take anything away from that. When you brought Jimmy Lee on the mark, you went up to him and uh, you said, Jimmy, I gotta ask you something. And he said, What do you need, Joe? Dental. <laughs> He assumed he you needed he dental did. help. Yes, he did. That's right. Yeah. And then you told him, "No, we need you on the mark." I just knew he'd be. You guys would be perfect working together. I, you know, you guys have similar personalities. The way you guys are so quick and so sharp, uh, I just knew it would be uh, be a it, big hit. Yeah, it'll it'll be a win. He's uh, he's a wild cat. I can be wild. I can be subdued. You know, it's all uh, it's all about the vibe. It's all about the mood. We're thrilled to have another comedian on the show, though. Uh, it's a it, clearly a thing we like to do here. This show ain't about sports. This show is 
dictated by the guests we have, and we like to have actors, actresses, comedians, people from all different kinds of backgrounds picking their brain. Oh, yeah. Buckle up, gang. Jimmy's going to take you guys for a wild ride. That's right. So after that wild ride, we'll have you give some cologne advice. Oh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about some stuff that On The Mark needs to address in terms of coffee reviews and other upcoming things. So, gang, sit back, relax, get ready to laugh with our guy Jimmy Lee's On The Mark. Yeah. Everybody get your roll on. I know Shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, it's so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you showing off. But it's alright, right, it's a short life, yeah. All right, VIP listeners, we now have on the On The Mark Hotline stand-up comedian, Jimmy Lees. Jimmy Lee! What's up there, young fella? How are you, Jimmy? Want to go on a vacation? Jimmy, take me on a... You're on the mark now. Take me on a vacation. Let me hear the story. I heard you got arrested. I want to go with you. On a gaycation. No, we don't do not the, a vacation. We don't do gay-cation. the gaycations, Jimmy. Not everybody here. comes. Everybody comes. Everybody comes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Jimmy. Where the hell were you this weekend? You told me. Uh, oh, you had a they, lot going they arrested on. me. Oh no, where at? Uh, gay walking in Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right now though. <laughs> mm. Doing all right now. The rabbi bailed me out. Out in I Jerusalem. He was circumcising me. I said, just a little bit off the top this time, Rabbi. Last time you went a little too much. You're lucky you didn't get hit with a uh, missile out there. Mark, I got six inches for you. You may not like the width. All right? (laughs) Relax a little bit, all right? (laughs) VIP listeners, for those of you who don't know, this is Jimmy Lee, stand-up comedian. This guy is a riot on YouTube. He's going up to strangers. He's saying all types of crazy shit. They call him the Jersey Outlaw for a real reason, gang. You know why? I'm why? wanted in 48 states for bad comedy shows. Yeah, no, Jimmy. Real bad. That's why I'm, I'm outlawed in 48 states. They don't let me in. I heard you were in the Sands Casino in AC when they imploded the motherfucker performing. Yeah, I was I was actually on stage at that time. It was a little rough <laughs> But hey, I'm doing good though. Man. You I'm made it good. out. You made it out. Things are going good. You know the difference, Mark, between a hotel and a motel? What's that, Jimmy? Hotel's where you go with the wife, and a motel's where you take the girlfriend. That's right. Real easy. Real easy. Real simple, real cut and dry. I like that. Always, always have a wife and a girlfriend, Mark, just in case if one has a headache. I like... Play it safe. Jimmy, I like the one where uh, you ask the girl she puts out on the first or second date. If she <laughs> says the second date, you say, all right, I'll drop you off, drive around the corner, pick you up again. It'll be the second date. And it's working real good for me. In fact, I'm dating a lot of black girls, and I see teeth and eyes coming at me 3 in the morning. I think it's an ivory hunt. you got to be a little careful with them now. you got to get out an elephant gun. Yeah, that's right. You got you like. But uh, I'll tell you why I like to date the black chicks because they make me pancakes in the morning. It's a real nice thing for me. Why do they make you pancakes, Jimmy? Don't 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 screw the joke up, okay? (laughs) All right. I took it too far. Don't read into the joke. (laughs) All right, kid. 
Let me be the funny guy. Yeah. All right. You got it. You got it. Jimmy. So, uh, uh, what else is going on? You knocked it dead in Vegas, Jimmy. You, you, you were phenomenal out there. Were you there? Because I didn't see you when we were shooting. I was out there at the same time, yeah. Okay. Did you watch the New York City Reel? I love the got uh, about 150,000 views in one week. I love the New York City Reel. And uh, my favorite part was when you went up to the guys on the street and you said to them, look, I got guns in the car. I got the getaway <laughs> car parked around the corner. We're going to go into this bank across the street and rob the place. And they're looking at you like all wide-eyed, maybe thinking about doing it with you. And then at the end, I said, I'm kidding around. This guy thinks we're going to do it. <laughs> Jimmy, who's your favorite comedians? Don Rickles. Love it. Old school. Jimmy, what did I tell you? I'm an old school guy. You know why I'm what old school? What did I school? tell you? First time we talked. That's why I like it. That's why I like your humor. It's old school. You know what it is, Mark? I'm old school. No filters on a cigarettes, no ice in the drinks, and no condoms. I'm That's old right. school. That's right. That's right. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you agree if I said this? that po the politically correct environment is hurting comedy badly. Would you agree? Not helping me. Right. I think uh, um, a lot of people take everything the wrong way. And it, it, it should be more have fun. Absolutely. It's uh, to put a smile on people's faces, to laugh, and uh, everybody kind of can put their guard down to have a good time, and that needs to be remembered. You're right. Last night I was with the wife, and, and we were playing. We were playing football. It was fourth down. I said, "Lynn, when I blow the whistle, you go hike." It worked out great. Oh, we did good last night. Touchdown. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It was nice. Now tonight I'm going to be Cochise, Mark. I'm going to put a little war paint on my ass. I'm going to be Cochise, <laughs> and she's going to lay in the bed and go attack, and I'm going to go Geronimo and put an arrow in her ass. This is what you do, Mark, when you get older. That's how you keep the sex life fun, Jimmy. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret to good marriage. Number one, separate bedrooms. Works perfect. Two, twice a week we go, out, we go out to a beautiful restaurant for dinner. Great food. She goes Tuesdays. I go Fridays. I'm telling you, Mark, it works great. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mark. The other secret to a good marriage is don't talk to each other very much. Because whatever you say is always wrong. How long you been married, Jimmy? Too long. My wife's Asian, and ever since Pearl Harbor, they get moody. They get real moody. And every time I bring it up, she says, honey, I'm Chinese, not Japanese. I said, Lynn, as long as you're on your knees, you know? That's I right. told her, Mark. Do you get do you get along with the in-laws? What do they think of you? Well, yeah, they're all right, Mark. You know, they blew Pearl Harbor, but they give me the attitude now. You know, I go over, and you, you hear noises in the hallway. You're in the living room. That's when you call the ass doctor. The ass doctor? Yeah, the proctologist. That's right. That's right. Now, Jimmy, they always put a dab of Vicks at the end of the pole, and if they miss your ass, they clear up your sore throat. Let me ask I'm you, telling you, Mark, it works good. Let me ask you a major question here. What's the, uh, you know, what are the challenges of running, you know, a major dental practice alongside doing your comedy thing where you get hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube? I mean, that is a, a, a strong achievement, and that, there's momentum mm. that needs to be noticed there. Well, I just came back from Charlotte. Um two-day course, a DSO course on how to grow and scale my business. And we have uh, five locations and getting ready to grow and scale to a, a large DSO. That stands for Dental Service Organization. Um, I work all the time. I'm a hard worker, and I put a lot of time into what I do, and I do everything carefully and correctly. And whether I'm hiring a dentist, growing a business, buying a business, or 
branding my comedy, I kind of figure out ahead of time what to do. And I always look for what they call a predictable outcome. So if I'm hiring a dentist, you obviously want to hire a producer. If you're buying a business, you want to buy good revenues. If you're doing comedy, you want to figure out what part of your comedy works best, what people recognize you from the most, and go with that and brand that. And for me, it's been my street comedy. And we're up to, um, I think, like 13,000 subs and almost 3 million views. And to put a put a comedy reel up about a week ago and get 150,000 views, people are watching. And, uh, you know, I knock wood, I look up at this guy and I thank yours truly, the Lord. But it, but it's but it's really what, what you do with your life and yourself. Yeah. And uh, you really determine where you go. And uh, that's pretty much me. I pretty much can do a lot, a lot at once. Yeah, no, multitasking is key to success in any industry. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you were, let's say, uh, going to school for the uh, dental stuff, was that your passion, or was comedy always your passion? Or was, you know, dental health? I I think entertainment was there, and I subdued it. Okay. And I think once I built my business and became really successful, it kind of came back out. Because I don't think you lose that. Um I was interviewing celebrities when I was real young and had that bug as a kid. Who'd you interview, and Jimmy? I interviewed Don Rickles. Very I interviewed cool. Dom DeLuise, oh, Tony love Bennett, it. Lola Falana. A lot of the old timers back in the eighties, but I no, was but cool. the, Yeah, those are great names. And uh, and then I went to dental school and then built my business and then you know the entertainment kinda swirled back in and you know, you can't let something go that's in your passion and your heart. It's not like I'm making a lot of money from it. You do it because you love to do it. And yeah. I've always liked to entertain people and make people laugh. And, does, does a part you know, does a part of you feel like you're making up for lost time? Yeah, in a way it does. And you feel a little left, not left out, but you feel a little bit like you don't have everything together unless if you're doing something you're passionate about. So I'm older now. Yeah. And uh, I want to do what I like to do. I yeah. don't want to, when I'm 80... And everybody goes, what were your regrets? Why well, didn't try to do comedy and have fun? And then you're 80 and you can't do anything anymore. You want to be able to do everything you want to do so when you're older, you don't have any regrets. See, Jimmy, I love this type of conversation with you because I want, to, I want people to hear this side of you. Because when people watch these epic comedy reels, they may think right. you're a jerk. And let's be honest, Jimmy. You're, it's you're, a character. It's a, That's all it really shtick. is. It's a shtick. It's a shtick. And if anybody thinks... I'm a good guy, but if anybody thinks that's really me, then they're stupid because exactly. it's not really me. I'm a good guy. If I got the black, I go, how long you been black? How's the ankle bracelet? It's in good It's in good form. You know, it's Jimmy, like that guy I, went they, to Harlem they, hanging they, around they with you. They crack it's, it's up fun. with you. They crack yeah. up and laugh with you. Right. Laughter heals people. Laughing is what makes our days better. You know, better. When, you, when you make people laugh, when I go to Russia and I start making people laugh, all of a sudden they're like your family, friends, the doors open. Yeah, you feel like you're a person longer. And I've always been just a check. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and people people respond better to you. And uh, I was always like a warm person uh, as a kid. And people, yeah. you know, gravitated to me. And it's charisma. It's like what Sinatra had or Don Rickles and, not everybody has it, but as an entertainer, if you don't have it, you lose. You yeah, have to have it. You, like you, Elvis, you, you have to just have it. And it's not something that you can acquire or learn in school. You either have it or you don't. It's like being an athlete. You have an athletic ability. You can develop it. But, but if you don't have it, let it go. All right. Now, let me ask you a question here. Any of these guys that you go up to on the street, guys or girls, did any of them ever hit you or try to hit you? 
No, because they see a camera crew and they see their models or security guards. And, you know, I went up to these people in South Beach. It was funny. And I, I was a pretty Spanish girl and her boyfriend and two older Spanish women. I said, you two are cougars. Freddy Krueger, you know? <laughs> and then I said, two fives make a ten. And P.S., plastic surgery. Try it. Maybe you'll like yeah, it. Yeah, that type of surgery Put a little can makeup be done over on, the weekend. Know? I said, put a little makeup on, a little powder, a little paint makes you what you ain't. And they're dying laughing yeah. because it's funny. They what, know I'm kidding with them. What would you say to the one chick if her face was on a billboard on a building? I said it in New York, buddy. If your face was on a building, it would be condemned. <laughs> 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 but you know what I wrote that's funny? If you ask permission to somebody and then insult them, it's funny. So I wrote this shit, and I didn't do it in a recent real. I go to the woman, you know, who's obviously not the most attractive. I go, may I say something? And she goes, sure, I go, you got to be one of the ugliest girls i ever seen in my life. If your face was on a building, it would be condemned, and you walk away. That's funny. Right. But you got to ask permission to insult them, which makes it even funnier. So you got to uh, figure out what works and what's funny and what's not funny. You I know see. what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I released a uh, coffee review earlier uh, uh, in the week, and uh, it was with a uh, hobo. And uh, I, 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 I conversated with the guy prior to, and I said, would you have any problem being in the video? He said, no, not at all. I gave him a few dollars, which he had previously asked for, and it was like we brokered a major business deal there, Jimmy. Well, sometimes in New York when you're kibitzing, not, not with the public people, but there's characters that dress up. They like a little tip. Like I go up, there's a lady dressed as a Statue of Liberty, and I, and I go, how you doing? And I look at her rear end, I, you know, and I go, does the Statue of Liberty have a rear entrance? That's what I want to know. Who the hell would come up with that? And That's the, funny. And the naked cowboy, Jimmy. You Did went you up, see the naked I cowboy? the one? naked cowboy. <laughs> the naked cowboy was looking at his baboon gun. <laughs> really? Yeah. You were sizing him up, Jimmy. Yeah. But you, you got you to gotta have fun in life because I want to tell you one thing. Everybody's too serious and too politically correct. And you know what? You only go through life once. And Sinatra always said, think of every day like it's your last day because one day it's going to happen. And I, I've got to do really mostly what I've wanted. Sure. And I, I'm blessed in terms of I'm comfortable financially. I have a nice family. And, uh, you know, I get to do my passion. And my passion is to entertain and be funny. And I'm, I'm blessed that I feel I can do it and share some laughs with people. And, you know, if you... Uh, take it the right way I'm, I'm grateful i tell people to, who don't take it in the right way fly allegheny airlines i mean you know right that's the airline where the pilot gets up and goes we're up <laughs> <laughs> see one day mark there's going to be jewish pilots and you're going to be on the airplane and you're going to hear this is captain lewis katz we're going to circle the field till we raise enough money to land and they'll never <laughs> land they're going to keep circling the field because nobody wants to chip in. Very see? fiscally responsible. Right. Correct Amundo. Oh, man. Jimmy, you uh, you got jokes and you got YouTube footage for days, man. It's a lot of content out there for the people who follow you. And it takes time. To the, uh, it takes time, YouTube Jimmy. The channel put... Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw. Thank you. Yes. Give that and, a plug. Um, I just... Um, I wanted to, 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 to say to the people that, that are fans, I was told by my uh, agent that I'm actually up to two fans now, but they have to be in the attic. <laughs> so you figure that one out next to the air conditioning. Right, right. Now, Jim, what I, was, I wanted to ask you, if you were, you know, on a run putting out content with comedy and you saw the dental practice was suffering some, 
would you scale back your comedy output and yes. turn your attention yes. back to the dent dentistry? Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. You know why? Because you have to you have to prioritize. And as an administrator or a practice manager or a business person, you prioritize. So you prioritize what makes money before anything else. So I was always the guy that came home, did my homework first, and changed and played. When I uh, do my entertainment, I'll do my work first, my entertainment second. So business and money always is first, and my fun second. So if something's suffering or I got to go in and cover a day for a doc, I'm doing that before comedy reel, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Jimmy, what are, what are your favorite comedy movies? I like the Dangerfield movie where he's stupid, the back-to-school movie. Okay. And... Um, I'm just more an old school comic. So you say, who's my three favorite comics? Rickles, Dangerfield, and Red Fox. Right. Those three comics. They were they were just real. There was nothing fake about them. And a lot of one-liners, a lot of politically incorrect shit. Yeah. And just naturally funny. The comedians today, I don't really find that funny. I do like like Chris Rock. Okay. But most of them, I don't find funny. What do you and, think um, of Kevin Hart? I like them, but you know what it is? I'm a different generation. I'm 50 years old. I'm not a kid. These guys are in the 20s or early 30s. are different. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I grew up on that 80s comedy. I grew up with the Dean Martin roast. Right. Uh, you know, when when Don Rickles said to Howard, goes, so, you, you know, he pointed to his hair. He says, you can't even tell Howard. It looks great. <laughs> yeah, he had yeah, a yeah, toupee yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Red Fox came on and he said, I haven't seen this much white meat since my Thanksgiving turkey exploded. Right. See, that's funny shit. Yeah, I like stuff like that, too. Or LaWanda Page came on and said, when you came on today, Don Rickles, you turned a few heads, but you turned a lot of stomachs. Yeah. That shit's funny. Yeah. That's the stuff I like. I like the one-liners. I, I like that era of comedy. Um, now... Do you feel like you were almost put in the wrong generation, Jimmy? Sometimes I yeah, feel that way. Bit. I feel like I could have did better a few decades back. A little back. bit because the, the millennials look at me with 16 eyes and they're like, who's that? And that guy's an a-hole. Right. But I'm not. Right. It's comedy. Right. Because they're too young to get life. So they right. look at me for what I am. They don't look within. Do you think Don Rickles was really like that as a person? I interviewed him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. But his characters, he comes out. And, you know, they're playing the music. Dun, 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 and he comes out, he goes, you screwed the whole goddamn show up. I'm yeah. going off the goddamn stage. You screwed it up. You, you do good tomorrow, you go to Wildwood. Right, and it right, was in right. the middle of winter. There's nobody in Wildwood. Right, right, so, right. You know, <laughs> I he, like he that. Goes, you know, where you see a pigeon go on the boardwalk. Right. And he says, if you go out to the, uh, if you go outside, lady, you'll see Little Rolls doing the carpet. He was a singer back Yeah, the This is the shit Little that's Rolls. funny. Yes. Yeah. That shit's funny, not the stupid. Today you got to scream, curse, and act like an idiot to be funny. No, no, no. Right, agreed. That's not that's not comedy to me. Now, Jimmy, when you're not at the office, when you're not putting together comedic content, when you're not doing stand up, what are you doing with your time? I'm always working, figuring something out to do. I'm not, I'm a worker. I'll sit at the piano, play music. I'm I'm always doing something because I'm I I can't sit still. I'm ADD. Do you drink? So, do you cook? Now, Never, never drank and never smoked. Never. Just just a real hard worker and get a lot of shit done in a day. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'm just a worker. How many hours uh, do you sleep a night? I do sleep because I'm tired at night, but I do 68-hour work weeks without a point to the eye. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, and I'm that... successful because of me more because I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. No one gave me anything. I grew up middle class. No yeah. one did a thing for me. 
I did everything myself. And you know, to this day, Mark, no one does anything for me. Right. And I'll give the, the listeners some advice. Never expect a person to do anything for you. Do everything yourself. Oh, and you'll never be disappointed, and you'll make it in life. But I started with zero, and I built up a $7 million dental company with five offices and a YouTube channel that started five, six years ago with zero. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. Yes. And now you you get paid for your YouTube content, right? I get paid, but what I get paid in, in, in comparison to what I make, it's almost a joke, but yeah. You get shekels, a few shekels, nothing yeah. much. Yeah, of course. And that hey, it, it's still though an achievement. It's still a testament uh, to you know the growth of your career, right? In comedy. Well, I do good in comedy. Half the crowd leaves when I'm going on. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing fucking beautiful with it. I'm, I'm, I, I sell out every show. I really do. They want me to come back to Caesars in February. The guy said it'll be a cold day in hell before we bring you back. So, uh, and, now, uh, Jimmy, we do a little segment on this show where we ask our guests, you know, what they eat. You know, we say, "Jeet today." Look, go inside, make no, yourself no, comfortable. No, I'll no, make you something to eat. Hey, how do you like yours? Red, medium red, medium red. Hmm, aristocrat. My snack was a honey crisp apple. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, I'm gonna. Give you that question. What'd you eat so far today, Jimmy? What did I eat for breakfast, lunch? Because I'm at lunch now. E everything. Go through it all. So today I had two scrambled eggs, an English muffin, and bananas and milk for breakfast. And for lunch I had uh, a half order of pancakes and I had a little apple pie. Were you with one and of those black girls last night again? I was with a black chick last night. I got to tell you, last night she was tired. She said, Jimmy, can I be on the bottom? And would you be up on top? I got a bunk bed. <laughs> I solved it. Why wouldn't I do it that way? Now, tonight, same girl's coming over. She, I'm buying a strobe light. This way, when I make love to her, it look like she's actually moving. I'll get even with her. I'll get even with her. <laughs> you know what works with the black chicks a lot? I, I do this, Mark. I go right in the middle of making love. I go, oh, man, river. That old. And I sing in a real deep voice. And they get all excited. They get all wound up. Like a oh. pussy cat, oh, and I get out, gotta get under the bed, and then they always have a little bowl of milk for me. It always works, though. Wow, it's a serious. Just roll kick part. it under the table. Nobody can see it. <laughs> That's all right. There's silverware and shit on the floor. They just kick it under the table. No now, one's reaching down. Now, Jimmy, I gotta ask you one more question. What's with the sunglasses? Why you always got sunglasses on? Insecurity and bags under the eyes. Oh, it, it's man. just a leather coat, sunglasses, and the hair up high. Like a pompadour, that's kind of my trademark look. That's the Jersey Outlaw. I did it when I did music. Stayed with me for comedy, and I just kept it. Okay, no, fair. no, no special reason. Uh, no, it's a, it's good in any industry really where you're the, you know, you're marketing yourself to have a signature kind of look. Whatever you're, works. You're branding works. yourself. You're, you're, and, you're and part brand, of your branding right? is your your look as well as your stick. Exactly. So, uh, Jimmy, uh, leave our VIP listeners with uh, where they can reach you at in terms of YouTube and whatnot and any shows. So the YouTube channel is Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw. The website's Jimmy Lee Comedy. Facebook is Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw. Um, we, have, um, we, have a sh we have a shoot coming up um, in the summer in uh, California in August. Um, where in California, asked, Jimmy? 
It'll it'll be in Hollywood. Uh, it's going to be between August fourth and the eleventh, and then we'll Maybe be back. Maybe I'll join you out there, Jimmy. Come out, come yeah, out. I'm Just serious. let me know, and I'm then serious. we'll be in Atlantic City on the boardwalk with the security guys, the same two security guys from the New York City real late August, and uh, so that's that's the next two things in store. And um, and me and you, you know, we're going to get some video content right here in Philly. Yeah. So whenever you guys want me to come in, I'll get. Brian to come in and we can do a little we could do a little street reel and show you right on the fly you know wherever it's busy in Philly maybe 9th Street Market wherever you you want me to do I'll do yeah yeah we're gonna get you here in South Philly we're gonna torture these people a little bit they need to be tortured yeah did I tell you what uh, Muhammad Ali said when he Joe Frazier knocked him down what'd he say he said was I down he didn't even know. That's right. That's right, man. We'll did I tell you? Did I tell you what uh, Romeo told Juliet? Hey, baby. Romeo who told Juliet to get off the balcony and get on the pill. She did. <laughs> she yeah, did. she killed herself. That's Stevie that. Wonder looked at Ray Charles one day. He said, "Maybe we're white." <laughs> <laughs> uh Jimmy. Amelia Earhart, she said, stop looking for me and find my luggage. Christ, dude. They just found her plane, by the way. That was in the news recently. God bless them. The great Amelia Earhart. The great Amelia Earhart. The great, great black man. You know what he said one night in Alabama? He said, run, baby, run. Oh, Christ, Jimmy. And the Jewish guy said, wait up, I'll sell you a bike. (laughs) And the Polish guy turned around and said, I'll paddle. You know what I like about you, Jimmy? You leave the Italians out of it. You leave us You know the difference between Jews and Italians, Mark? You know the difference between Jews and Italians? One year of high school. (laughs) That's so true. That's great. I love that. My last joke, Mark, is they asked me to be the center full for Reader's Digest, but I don't like where they put the staples. <laughs> that's the that's I'm going out with a bang, just like Lincoln did. All uh, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. The people need more of this. These millennials, these coward millennials, need to be turned on to this type of one-liner, old-school, politically incorrect humor. VIP listeners, there you have it, Jimmy Lee on the mark. Jimmy, we love you, man. I love you. Thanks, Mark. Stay in touch. Talk to you soon, brother. Oh, Joe, Jimmy Lee delivered bigly, bigger than ever before. Man, that guy is a fucking nut, man. He's Uh, special. He's he's something else, man. And it all comes from a good place. He's not being malicious. He's being, you know himself to he's doing what he knows how to do to make people laugh yeah he's great man but you could see what he was saying how some people you know especially these fucking millennials nowadays they don't get it you know what i mean they think they think he's a fucking jerk off they think he's an asshole you know what it is because the millennials and the generation now that would be after the millennials or would you say before the younger the the crew that's younger than the millennials i don't know what they're called uh they see a lot of like Instagram videos, Twitter videos, Facebook videos of real life interactions all the time on a daily basis. You know, people are always posting real life things that aren't shtick. Then right. Jimmy posts something that appears to be real life right. and is real life in a sense. And they can't differentiate. But they it's hard for them yeah. to visually <laughs> differentiate. Right, right. Because they've been um, trained 
to think what they're seeing is real. It's the same concept of a movie or a TV show. It's a production. Yeah, no, 100%. And I'll be honest, first time, you know, I I, I was watching Jimmy do his thing. I was, you know, I wasn't sure. You know, I, I was trying to feel him out a little bit. I couldn't get a read on the guy. But, you know, at, like, you know, once you hear him, you know, go at it and look, watch a little bit of his uh, content, it's, you know, it's hilarious. It's easy to pick up on. Exactly. It's like me with the coffee reviews, us with the coffee reviews. Not a lot of people understand that it's a direct parody of the Barstool pizza reviews. That it, it was, it's supposed to be an obvious imitation that, you know, has grown a, a life of its own where we bring our, some of our own humor, but the root of it is a Barstool David Portnoy pizza review. Right, but these, these fucking guys can't yeah. get that. You're constantly getting attacked yeah. on Twitter, <laughs> yes. on Instagram. Right. They think I'm just taking the idea and using it for my own purposes without acknowledging that that exists. I'm in this industry. Of course I know that exists, and I know the listeners and viewers and followers of this industry know that that that, that exists. Same gen, like we were just saying, same generation, same morons that can't get Exactly. Same uh, uptight assholes. Exactly. And I love when you comment on Barstool or David Portnoy or you tweet him, hey, this guy's taking the same idea that On the Mark does with the coffee. It's like just a little, you know, I, I think maybe people realize that's a joke. And A it, lot of them guys get fired up, though. You see the comments yeah, underneath of it. They're all getting fired you up can't about win. it. When you can't win. When you're trying to entertain uh, X amount of people, you don't know how many people you have, you know, that you have uh, their attention. It's hard to please everybody. And you gotta say fuck them. You do. You just do you. You release and um, develop the content that feels right for you. Which you're great at doing, and you do that on day yeah, in, well, day in, day We, we try. It, it, it's, the, it's the journey. It's the battle. That's what's fun about it. We need shit like that in our life. We really do. It helps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some, people, know. some people don't need it because they have other things. Other things that I don't have. So this is my... This is what I nurture. This is what I develop. And we've always said, you know, our laughs, all the crazy shit that we, you know, we laugh about. Years ago? About years ago. Going back, what, 10 plus, you know. Right. Since I've since I've known you, you know, it, it's something that. Wait, which is way more than 10 years. Way more than 10 years. We, you know, we're in a bad mood or something one day and we start joking about something. Next thing you know. Right. You know, it's, we forget about it. Yes. It's it's a key to life. It is. Laughing, we all know that. It's it a key to life. I mean, how many bad moods, bad spots we've been in uh, and we just kind of go back to a long-running joke or a long-running situation that we found funny and it, it kind of alleviates some of the angst and annoyance and pain of a situation yeah it's kept us uh, sane in uh in a lot of in, in a, a lot, lot of ways of, yeah, yeah I, it really has i mean that's what i tell people i've i've been in some dark ugly moods that have lasted for more than an hour more than a day more than a week more than a month so you need outlets. You need outlets. Life brings you to some wild avenues. Like like we said with Jimmy, he said he suppressed his um, passion for entertainment and developed his dental practice. But that passion was always there, hasn't gone away, and now he feels like he's making up for lost time. Yeah, no. I feel I said this on an episode back or two that I feel like I'm making yeah, okay. up for lost time. Yes, you did. I'm in a major race here. I should have started this a long time ago. Yeah. But, you know, things have to develop 
life lessons and yeah let it, it happen organically this was the right time you it, felt you right. know it, you got it going when when the time was right and, and it didn't just start last night and it's uh, you know it's with help from you benny so many other people involved whether they're sounding boards for us whether they're uh giving us ideas for specific types of videos blogs content discussions on the show it's a team effort. Absolutely. And 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 all those, thinking back before you started the show, all those years of, of us bouncing ideas off of each other yes. and, and whatnot, that, that's part of the product now. Yes, it is. And there's no, there's really no better way to explain it. And it brings people together. We have a team of people and, a, and a, our VIP listeners that we consider a part of the team. And it's like this joint effort and in this day and age, and, and frankly, in any era, whatever brings people together in a positive manner is like is awesome. There's nothing better than that. Like you said, the world needs a lot more of that. We do. And the All in the Mark is doing its small piece to hopefully make a few people happy. I think you're, uh, think you're accomplishing that mission so far, my friend. Now, Joe, we've been doing a deal with you where... We're really selling your cologne knowledge to our listeners. I love it. They seem to be enjoying it. In fact, we're going to start talking about it a little more on social media, posting pictures, posting links to where they can buy the stuff. Uh, it's good stuff. Cologne's interesting. So, Joe, last couple episodes, you've given a great cologne recommendation, which people, including myself, have taken you up on. What do you got for us today, Snacko? <laughs> Uh, yeah, before I go there, I just want to I want to encourage any of our listeners, any questions you have, feel free to, you know, reach out to us, contact us. I know a lot of authentic dealers where I can get a lot of these high-ticket uh, colognes cheaper, half price even, you know, so I'd, I'd be more than happy to help everybody out. That's what I'm here for, you know, that's the whole, that's the goal here, you know. I'm, I'm sharing my passion and trying to help you guys along the way. But um, as far as a cologne for today. Yep, your cologne recommendation of the day. Right. We're in that summer season. People are doing their thing down the shore. People are going out uh, night on the town in the city. Uh, a lot of dates this time of the year. The girls are hot and horny, Joe, this time of the year. What's the scent that's really going to send them over the edge? Yeah, well, let's... Uh, I think I've mentioned before how I break everything in a season. Some people think it's crazy, but uh, certain scents perform better in hotter weather. It's just as simple as that, especially being in New Jersey or Philly where it's humid as hell. Uh, it actually changes the scent, and it, and it, uh, it, it, it so everybody's skin's different, but, you know, for the most part, it's going to, it's going to project differently for everybody, and it's, and you want something that's going to be able to last throughout the day in the summer heat and not be crazy. Like, you're not going to wear a real, uh, you're not going to wear, like, an oud or something real dark or something real heavy in the summer. It's just, you don't do that. It, it, it kind of messes everything up. But, um, I'll give everybody a cheapie here. Uh, there is a cologne by Mont Blanc called Starwalker. It's a super crisp, uh, citrusy, um, great for summer great for summer light but you can definitely smell it at last throughout the day it's uh it's really a good one cheap you can pick it up for under 50 bucks yeah uh, so. mont blanc sold to macy's i think right yeah oh yeah oh yeah i was actually i actually stopped in the mont blanc blanc store in uh the forum shops at caesar's in vegas uh i mean you know the shopping there is second to none 
but nice store. Uh, it's been a company that's been around for a long time. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of cool shit. Big, uh, big fan of it. Big, good, good, good cologne too, for sure. And we, you know, we got to say this: the company right now, in terms of clothes, that is absolutely killing it. That's the best. You go, boss. It is unreal. You can go in there and you can buy like three shirts and maybe a T-shirt. You know, the, the receipt say seven fifty on it, but. You would, you know, you would be excited to wear that stuff. Yeah, man, best material, best design, classy, stylish, clean cut. The fit is on point. It's, it's crazy. I ultimately, I'd like to see my entire wardrobe be Hugo Boss. Even like their sweatsuits. So good. I'm um, wearing the sweatpants right now. Yes, They're incredible. Are. Yes, you are. Incredible. Um, they are the absolute truth right now. All the way around. Suits, casual, yep. gym, whatever. Our lifestyle uh, really doesn't dictate much suit wearing, so it's hard to justify dropping that money oh, on yeah. something that you could grow out of by the second time you know. wear it. Seriously. Uh, but, I mean, I'm talking their t-shirts, their polos, their jeans, their button-ups. Uh, like I said, the sweatsuits. Phenomenal stuff. How's their cologne, Joe? They actually have a couple good ones too, man. They really do. They have a new one out. I honestly can't think of the name off the top of my head. I'll have to, uh, I'll save that one for next trip. I'm going to grab it next time I'm in there, actually. All right, we'll talk about that one on the next episode. Benny, why don't you get us to break, and when we get back, gang, we'll be wrapping up this episode of On The Mark. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me. Alright VIP listeners, welcome back to the show and I hope uh, Benny is uh, cool under pressure out in Buna right now. He's stranded out there. He's awaiting the aid of the uh, local, uh, you know, county workers I guess. Jaws of life type stuff. <laughs> this fucking guy gets himself in more shit I'll tell you. It's unlike Benny because gang, nobody's more committed to this show than Benny Spielberg. You know, me, him, uh, it's a... Uh, it's an interesting partnership. People say, oh, you two are like uh, opposites. How the hell you do a show together? But that's what it is. If you do a show where everybody's exactly the same, I think it loses some appeal. You have to find a way to, um, you know, reach a broader audience. You got to have the conversation, Joe, one way or another. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, Marky. Now, Joe, we might be losing you soon to probation, correct? <sighs> yeah, yeah. That got handed down. Mm-hmm. By the powers that be. Sure. Uh, what's your feelings on doing the probation thing? You looking at it as a positive, since you didn't have to uh, be put in a cage, or what do you? How are you looking at it, pal? Yeah, well, that that part's phenomenal. I mean, honestly, it's probably a good thing for me, man. I'm I'm the most sober I've been in, yeah. you know, maybe ten years, ten years or so. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, not even smoking weed, which is insanely unusual for me. Um, you know, the challenge will be. Uh, when I do take a trip to Vegas this summer, uh, 
now that it's fucking legal out there, I want to yeah. walk into a dispensary and the buy everything. The dispensaries in Vegas are a massive part of their economy now, oh, and it's God. only going to get bigger. It's unbelievable. The fucking money that flows through that place has got to be insane. Yep. And, uh, you know, you got the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup. So you got the Las Vegas Raiders out there. Professional sports is going to be such a success in Las Vegas like we've never seen. Man, it's Because gonna... you know an NBA team is coming. They already got the uh, the rookie league out there every summer. Yeah, okay. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. Adam Silver's talked up gambling. Uh, he thinks it should be legal with the NBA. It's going to be out there. The Mets had a minor league team out there. I think they still do. Major League Baseball will work their way out there. They'll move a team there if they have to. Maybe they'll move yeah. the Rays to Vegas. I mean, the Las Vegas Rays, that has a cool ring to it anyway. Yeah, I'd like to see an expansion team. That'd be that'd be badass, that just get, That just gets tricky in terms of growing the league like that. I mean, okay. it's certainly I possible. You. I mean, it'll be badass. You know, the, think about the uniforms. And Las Vegas on a, on a jersey is just so it's, badass. It's amazing. The Raiders gear is oh, going to be God, unreal. The Golden Knights gear is already amazing very cool uh the future is uh the future for professional sports is very bright for that city oh my god and this show isn't afraid to take our talents out there i would love to be the pod the official las vegas podcast whatever it takes joey to, to make on the mark the most prestigious entertainment company the world has ever known a lot of distractions out there marky a lot of holes in that desert, Joey. <laughs> a lot of problems, Barry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, VIP listeners, we gave you Jimmy Lee's. We gave you more Joe Stacco. We gave you a taste of Hendo. Uh, I don't even know if that's going to make the cut or not, but if it does, it, it gives you a small glimpse into a scared married man. Marriage does that to you. These girls, they clip your nuts, Joey. <laughs> they clip them good and proper. VIP listeners, we love you. Thank you for joining in, gang. Keep the party going. We'll have Benny Spielberg back in-house for the next episode. We pray to God he makes it out of Buna alive. The jaws of life may be needed, gang. Tune in next time to find out the fate of Benny the Bear Jew Spielberg on the mark. It's been 24 hours. I need more hours with you. We spent the weekend getting even, oh. We spent the late nights making things right between us. But now it's all good, babe. Roll that backwood, babe.